0: This is Brian Croft. Welcome to another edition of Trench Talk, the podcast of practical shepherding. And guess what? I'm in studio with Jim Sebastio. Jim, you're back. I'm back, Brian. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. This is, it felt like forever, I have to say, though, it probably went really fast for you. For the rest it, it of us did, yes. who are waiting to hear your voice again on the podcast, it just took a long time. So, but, <laughs> All four of you. Yeah, that's right. So, hey, so welcome back. It's good to, good to see you. And uh, before we want to jump into talking about your time uh, away and, and for sabbatical and those kind of things, before we do that, though, just want to remind everybody that you can go to practicalshepherding.com. You can contact us there. Uh, to All of our resources are available there. Many of them are free. And uh, you can also donate to the ministry through the website. As we come to the end of the year, that's a helpful way to support the ministry, support this podcast and all the other things that we're, we're doing. We've got some really exciting things that are happening. Some of you maybe have seen... Uh, the, the announcement about the Shepherd's House and some of the things happening with that. So we'll be launching that the first part of January. So watch for announcements in the next month around that. And if you would like to come and be a part of that next year and stay at the Shepherd's House, there'll be a way for you to be able to, to apply to that. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. But we first want to turn our attention to hearing about all the stuff that Jim did while he was away. I know that you, as many of you listened to the podcast. The last episode I did with Jim was about his sabbatical. And that he was about to enter into after th- over thirty years, thirty-one years, yep. right? Uh, your first sabbatical, and we talked about. It. So, if you had, if you didn't listen to that episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because it's good to compare how Jim was setting to go into this and the mystery around it. And now mm-hmm. he's back. He's had a sabbatical. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, we want to be able to talk about what about your experience with it. So first, remind everybody. Where you went and how long you were gone? Some of those details.
1: Yeah, so I left uh, at the end of the second week in September and uh, began a, a 2,500 mile uh, journey out to the west coast uh, with my uh, driving my my old van. My uh, and it made it. A, I guess it, it did. Right? Made it. Wow. I, I, I with uh, two thousand dollars worth of repairs uh, while I was there. Oh, wow. I didn't uh, know about that. Wow. And then another $2,000 worth of repair on my mouth, because I had a tooth that broke while I was there. That was fun, too. But we got anyway. a lot to get into, I can tell. So. <laughs> anyway, so. If you want to donate to my, no, sorry, to my tooth my Ear, ear market to no, Jim's uh, tooth no, or thankful. Somebody actually, before I left, had given a gift, that uh, a financial gift, and I, uh, anonymously, and that has... Came in very very handy, so it I'm, I'm like thankful it. for that. But anyway, you know, so we uh, we left in the second week of September. We drove to uh, Missouri, uh, picked up one of my daughters, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, who came on part of the trip along with my second daughter Olivia and the grandbaby Eleanor. Uh, and and we we did a little, you know, a few days like family vacation yeah. type thing. Yeah. So went up to Sioux Falls and went over to Mount Rushmore and then Glacier National Park in Montana, uh, and all the stuff in between. Um, and then, uh, then the girls, all the girls left, um, and then, Brian, one of the things that had happened uh, the, the second day as we were driving out we're on our way to Kansas. Yeah. We had just been in Kansas City for some barbecue, and we're making our way to Sioux Falls. I got a phone call that one of my brothers had died. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I come from a family of 11 kids. There's seven boys and four girls. And my brother, Joe, who was two, two brothers up from me, uh, died suddenly, unexpectedly, Um And, uh, you know, at at that point, my mother, my mother's still alive. My mother's 95 years old and, uh, the siblings knew and she didn't, she was actually in the hospital having, uh, had a, um, she was having some medical issues. Wow. She's generally in very good health, but the whole question was, how are we going to tell mom? Yeah. Yeah. And initially they wanted me to, you know, be the one to tell her. Mm. Uh, and so I was like, okay, what do I do? You know, I mean, do I leave my girls and then take a flight home and I uh, you know i've I wrestled through a lot of this thankfully one of my one of my other brothers who is a, a doctor uh, came and uh he uh, and as many of the siblings as possible i think five or six of them got together with my mom when she came out of the hospital and broke the news to her mm, wow. uh, and then so after the girls left, the my daughters and the grandbaby flew out of Montana. Beck and I then flew from Montana to New York Okay, and spent four days with my mom. Wow. And then flew back to Montana on a Friday night. Saturday, drove to Portland, Oregon, preached twice, and then <laughs> drove from Portland. Uh, I should say as so well, I also preached in Montana. I preached in Montana on the way out uh, and then went went to New York, came back to Montana went to Portland and then did two ministries there and then drove to SeaTac, a Seattle-Tacoma area. Yeah. It's a little area called SeaTac. And so uh, the little place where I stayed was two miles from the airport there. Okay. Uh, Okay. So uh, that's where we spent the bulk of our time. Now, there's a church there, Emanuel Reformed Baptist Church, and SeaTac has been there for decades uh they have a cottage i call they call it the cottage which um uh they had it was an old like Sunday school and uh nursery building, and they converted half of it into an apartment so mm. it has its a so one bedroom, one bath living room e- eat in kitchen. And my wife and I—that's where we set up shop for uh, seven weeks. Yeah. Once all that travel, uh, once in- all that initial yeah. uh, traveling got through, okay. and so they were very gracious, allowed us to stay there, you know, free of charge. Um, that I, I had a little—I made a little office over in the church building. My wife made a little office over in that. Um, in the bedroom uh, of the uh, apartment or cottage where we stayed. Yeah, okay. So we were there until this past Monday, left Monday morning. Um, so eight. it was 64 days from the day I left Louisville to the day I left there. And how many miles did you drive in that time? Uh, well, it was... I can tell you, the the drive from Seattle to Louisville is just under 2,500 miles. So <laughs> That's insane. I left Monday. <laughs> uh, we drove to Montana, stayed with friends. The next day, went to a place called Murdo, South Dakota, from Murdo, South Dakota to Columbia, Missouri, where my, one of my daughters lives. Spent the night there and then drove from Columbia, Missouri yesterday and got in. Got in last night and got in last night, and, and then Brian and told me he wanted to do a podcast this, the next this, day. This, 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 the commitment <laughs> level is through the roof, I must say, or your cruelty level, I don't. Whatever <laughs> it is right through the roof. That's now. true. But, and by the way, and I you have wanted said to get this. me fresh. Uh, you wanted to get me when I was emotionally <laughs> I, weak and vulnerable. I did I would so spill the beans and tell you everything. Really, thanks for serving us so well and no, letting me, I'm, me I'm be one of the it, first. I'm glad meetings. to talk about it. Yeah, because that
0: I did not want to catch you in this point because I think. What you're going to find, I think you're you're already anticipating, is that two weeks from now, <laughs> once you enter back into everything, yeah, it, it may well, not... I, it'll I, feel like a distant memory. That this I enter like. back
1: in tonight. I have a wedding oh, yeah. rehearsal tonight, a wedding tomorrow, oh, my and goodness. then preach on Sunday. Yeah, so you're going to... Thanksgiving week. You're going to... So, gonna in, yeah, so yeah, if you gonna... want to tell where we are, we're, the, we're, the, uh, we're a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, um, so I want to
0: get into some of the you know, the activities and things. But I, before we go there, I'd love for you to talk about, uh, you know, because the one thing that a lot of pastors talk about with a sabbatical is how, you know, how long does it take to kind of unwind and unplug? Mm. Now you had a long drive, you had spots you were hitting on the way, which by yeah. the way, what a beautiful drive, much of what you did, even though it was oh, insanely incredible. long.
1: That, but... that that drive from really once you hit, uh, you know, through Idaho. yeah. I'm, Unbelievable. I haven't. I've done some of it, not all of it. Yeah. I've heard it's just, it's maybe and, one of the best drives. And then once hit the mountains in 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 Washington, just gorgeous. So you had you got you barely got
0: there. I haven't got there yet, and your brother dies, and then yeah. you're dealing with all those things. So it, it was certainly a delayed of being able to it feel an, of an unplug. Yeah. But you know how how long did it take you to truly unplug and feel like you were resting and engaging where you were?
1: It, it took. Boy, I don't know, Brian. I'm gonna. It was at least three weeks, really? if not longer. Yeah, that some of the real burdens from here began to feel released, and and it, it, you know, it was, it's just the oddity of being cut off. I mean, I, I, the elders here. So I have three elders, three other elders in the church, and they were really determined to keep me isolated. Yeah. So, I wasn't getting texts from people I wasn't getting email I, I, I would occasionally get a little love note from somebody just we miss you hope you're having you know praying for you yeah, yeah. Uh, um, one one couple from the church this is so sweet Brian they had they they Got online, looked in the area and sent a gift card to a really nice Italian wow. restaurant. Wow that's great. So that gift card came in the mail and, and so I was able to take my wife and one of my and then one of my, my other daughter, my oldest daughter flew out and spent four or five days yeah uh, out there with us. so yeah. you know that, that sort of stuff when then once she was gone, once Aaron was gone, my, my oldest daughter came almost I mean like the week we got settled. Uh, because of the trip to New York and everything, things were delayed and getting settled there. Um, so once all that got done, we were able then to, you know, it kind of got into a routine. Yeah. And so that routine for, for us was uh, we both had studying to do. I, I had a book I was working on. I got about, I'd say, 80%, 85% of that book is is done. It's a book on corporate prayer. Good. Uh, so I would work from until about noon, depending on, on, on the day. But we would, I, we would work until about noon. My wife's working through a, a major Bible study through the Kings uh, that she's going to do with the ladies here. So she would spend hours with that. And yeah. then we would, uh, we would pick a place to go hike. So one of the things that wanted to do was uh, any, anywhere from 5 to 10 miles a day, Six days a week, we'd take Sunday off. Hmm. Uh, we would find a place to walk, uh, sometimes hike. So then some of the, beautiful Brian, you've seen some of the pictures. Yeah, of beautiful they are amazing. Mount- uh, well. Beautiful mountain hikes. And just, uh, the- it's really like rainforest up there. And then the trees are magnificent. The huge, huge trees. Uh, um, lots of waterfalls, rivers, uh, streams, that sort of thing. Lakes, beautiful mountain lakes. The amount of times that I made a note of I need to make a trip
0: with Jim up there. He knows all these amazing places to hike now which I love.
1: So. Yeah, there was a there's a great if anybody ever goes well if you go out there really I think anywhere there's a there's an app called All Trails. Yeah, you mentioned it. And that. it will it'll show you, you know, where you are. So I'm going to you know, I want to keep some of that up when I'm you know back home. Yeah. So that was one of the things I wanted to do, you know, was work on my health anyway. I'm getting ahead of myself, but you know, I wanted to to do that but those times of, uh, of of getting out walking with my wife talking with my wife talking through some of those burdens and some of that but I, th- I think Brian took three weeks, three four weeks yeah. till I the the pressures of things the things here that the burdens of people you love or people you're concerned about. never fully let them go but Mm -hmm. but to let the other elders to to know they they're handling it they're handling it and that's really what they wanted to try to assure me of yeah which made it easier for me you know to know those are they're good men good competent men and and they love the flock and and they're taking care of the people i love and that i i've wanted to take you know trying to take care of for 31 years yeah And, and but some of those burdens were so great and you know there was a uh, some you know, burdens about marriages and burdens about where people are spiritually. It just took a long time to, to let some of that go. And part of what I needed to do with that is not, you know, not look at social media, not see what people were posting, yeah. not seeing yeah, other smart. than the only thing I did on social media for the most part was I, I did put some pictures cause people wanted to see what we were doing. And I check if it was their birthday it was their yeah. birthday, i send them a note. Yeah, yeah that, 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 That's that good. was about it. So Appreciate you
0: sharing that. And, and by the way, you're, I want to just say that you're uh, – I was in touch with your, your, your elders and I talked a few times while you were gone. But yeah. um, I just – I want to commend their effort because I think they modeled well how elders can serve somebody like you mm. uh, who had to be very proactive. Right. Both as elders – and as they led the church while you were gone to say, like, leave him be, let him have this time. And right. for people to honor it and for the elders to work hard to do that, meaning they're taking on the, the burdens, and of course, you right. feel on that and know that, but... I just commend them. I think it just shows what great men you serve with that they made that effort uh, to care for you in that way. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and you have to get rid of this idea of your own indispensability, you know? Like, right. well, I'm the guy. I've been dealing with this. I'm the guy who needs to deal with that, that that's sort true. of thing, and just let them handle it. They can right. do it, you know? One and, of the, and, one and, of the and many benefits that, of what you did. And let that go. So That's great.
0: So, okay, so other... I want to break down kind of in a minute, like just physically, spiritually, emotionally, some things that... Yeah. But before we go there... Any just other general activities or things? I mean, we, you talked about four. You did some. Pre- you were planning on doing some preaching while you were there. Talk about some of the other activities that you did.
1: Yeah. So uh, if some of it uh, reading uh, went through. I actually read some uh, several books on uh, uh, on the political landscape. Uh, just trying to get a better understanding of some things that have happened lately. Some of that was good, probably some of that wasn't. As as uh, certainly wasn't refreshing, right? Uh, and, and that's on one level it was, but it was very interesting. Uh, I I read some books on writing uh, because I'm want to be, become a, a a. I've got this book to finish, a book for you to finish on do the work of an evangelist, and mm-hmm. then the the this book on prayer. And I've said Brian many times, I really don't think I'm a writer. I do the work of a writer. I don't feel I'm a writer, and 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 reading these books made me realize I'm really not. But it also, you know, some degree was was helpful to saying, okay, this will help you to be a, yeah, a better a better communicator in the, in written form. So that was part of it. Uh, that was part of what I wanted to do. I wanted to invest in my wife. My so my wife and I spent more time together than we ever have in our whole lives you know yep. so i've known my wife since 1983 is when i met my wife <laughs> and uh, that entire <clears throat> time we went to college together but we've never spent so much concentrated time together including you know, again these five to ten mile walks every day yeah um but aside from that study time in the morning uh, from lunch onward every day uh, it was the two of us mm-hmm. and uh now, we would occasionally have people over to our little apartment. We'd cook cook meals, uh, or people would have us over. Usually one or two families a week would have us over, and we got to spend time with them at the church there uh, mm-hmm. in SeaTac. Uh, so uh, that fellowship, uh, for a few days, uh, one of Becky's sisters uh, and her husband came out. We all went to college together, and Becky's brother-in-law was one of my best friends, uh, and we've maintained very close friendship mm-hmm. through the years. So mm-hmm. they came out. We we uh, spent a few days together, which was which was really nice. Uh, so, getting out, trying to get familiar with the area, uh, spending that time in study because I and I was doing some ministry while I was out there, so I'd have to spend some time in the week preparing, reworking, for, you know, getting getting yep. sermons uh, together again. I preached things that I'd preached before, by and large. I did the last sermon or one of the last sermons I preached; it, it was fresh. It was fresh work. I I was preaching through Romans 12. I had only gotten so far here, and I surpassed where I had been here. So uh, now I have a sermon. Now you got one for here. I have one for here to go go. in a couple of weeks. That's good. Okay. So uh, let me go down the categories. Physically,
0: how do you physically feel? What were some of the things you were focused on to try to care for yourself? Physically, uh, so I mean, hiking five to ten miles is a great yeah, that, was, uh, that was that was, great, was the biggest that, that yeah.
1: was you know maybe sometimes feeling the freedom, get a little bit of extra rest, sleep in a little bit. Yeah, I didn't sleep in like hugely, uh, but I, I I wasn't pushing to get out of bed at six thirty or yeah. or anything like that, and uh, to try to get a good night's rest. Occasionally, after a hike, after a hike, <laughs> I mean my feet would be killing me after yeah. some of these things six days so, a week yeah. bad, so six man. days a week my feet are i haven't i haven't hiked since uh saturday so my feet are taking a little bit of a breather yeah uh you know so i i bought one of these little uh like jet tub things filled with hot water and stick your feet in that and it would a little bit of a foot massage do that And conk out on the couch. Uh, We would watch something at night. Usually, I mean, well, baseball. We watch the playoffs and the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We enjoy a couple of these cooking shows um, that that we do. Uh, Watch some of the old Andy Griffith shows uh, at night. Watch a couple of movies, uh, not too much with that, Uh, but just again, just kind of relaxing. We'd have we had good time. You know, we were uh, reading through a couple of books together. And having prayer time together, um, we we had been going through. tell you something about my wife, you know. We were going through John Owen's On Communion with God, uh, which I actually light, read, right, began, light reading there, Jim yeah, light reading. You know, yeah. eventually I thought he, I like a lot of Owen. Owen is a little. He's when you're trying to read it out loud. You know, I'd read a paragraph. She'd read a paragraph. This kind of. Thing. <laughs> It, it gets, so a we little went back kids. we went back to reading Gentle and Lowly, which we had been reading previously. Oh that's a good shift. So, so okay. that was a good yeah. shift. Uh, so we we did that, we have time to pray together, time to talk through issues and you know about our relationship and things like that. Uh, kids, um, you know, the things at the church, and we would pray through the church back home, two members at a time, through our church directory oh. uh, when we would pray together. So some of that sort of a thing was you know, there there was that was good. That was helpful. All of that was refreshing. It, is, you know, there's a ch- it was a change of routine it, to me as I thought about this, and it was carrying different burdens. So mm-hmm. Paul says in uh, Galatians 6, bear one another's burdens, and in this way fulfill the law of Christ. And, and the, part of the reality of that is everybody has a burden. Mm-hmm. Some people's burdens are bigger than others, weigh more than others, different shapes, different sizes. Yeah. And you get so used to carrying your own burden that sometimes, if you just say to somebody, "Hey, let me carry what you're carrying. Let me drop what I've been carrying. And I'm not going to be burdenless, but I'm going to carry this other burden for a time." It puts things in perspective. Yeah. And so I've really entered, tried to enter into the life of the church there, Emmanuel uh, Church there in SeaTac, and to love on the people there. And and they, Brian, I think I'd mentioned in a previous they they have not had a, a, a preaching full time preaching pastor for seven years. Mm-hmm. Their previous pastor had been there for nineteen years, died uh, of cancer, and they have been flying men in for years. Uh, and some of these men, sometimes it's once for one Sunday, sometimes for two Sundays. That's yeah. part of the reason they renovated that to make that apartment yeah, a, place yeah. a, a place for these pastors yeah. to stay with their yeah. wives. So. Um, they loved having somebody just to preach a series of sermons to them. So when yeah. I hit the third week of being there preaching, that was the longest any one man has preached to them hmm. in wow. seven years. Wow! And I, I saw it at least I think I think I was interpreting correctly when I when I get up in the pulpit and start that people would just just the bear standing there before I even you know turned to a text, the tears would be in their eyes. Oh, wow, Yeah they just felt it they just they 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 have subsisted and not just subsisted they've done well I mean they've really have done well over these years they've grown and maintained a unity but it reminded them how much I just miss this I miss having a shepherd to come who knows me loves me and who preaches the word and so I wanted to do that and that included I don't know, it just meant a lot. One of the one of the older ladies told me it just meant she said you know my name, uh-huh. and she said none of these people that come in know us. Yeah, and right. you you know I, I I tried to get to know everybody's name, the names of all the little kids, um, and sit and chat with the kids, and you know mm. I mean one of the little girls last week it was really cute because I'd been over to her home and she had just gotten her ears pierced. Mm uh and she had told me well i'm getting new you know uh, after you know the the studs that come out after however many weeks and, yeah. and so i didn't even realize where she's standing next to me with her head tilted as i'm talking to somebody else <laughs> that she got new earrings and and wanted to show them off to nice me, which was really sweet i'm just glad that we again to, to touch on that one of the other little, a little girl just six years old or so her dad had had uh talked in one of the prayer meetings that she's Having showing some anxiety over her soul and to sit and have a conversation with her mm-hmm. about what it means to trust in Jesus. Those kinds of things are very precious. I was mm-hmm. very, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I didn't just, I, Brian, I would not have done well just doing nothing mm-hmm. uh, other than like reading. Um, uh, It was helpful to me. It yeah. was encouraging a lot of ways to me. I think in some ways even just it was reinforcing this is what God has made me to be. And what I want to do and want to be, That's good. I don't want to leave this. I don't want to not do this because it's 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 woven into the, my spiritual DNA.
0: Well, and let's go. Well, by the way, on a on a, on a future episode, you and I are going to just talk sabbatical now because you and I have had very different sabbaticals. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that in general. But I want to go to. I uh, Appreciate you sharing that, by the way. That's, those are some amazing testimonies and accounts of what how, what God did. Really, emotional and mental, like to be able to step away from all of this. Did you feel a a, a greater capacity mentally to just function there and emotionally, or did it feel like the same? Like, can you speak to that from like kind of mental, emotional? And then I want to go spiritual at the end. Yeah.
1: So let me say the mental, because this is one of the things I wanted to be able to do, to do. Right. Is I that you after 30, that. 30 some years, I have found my resiliency is not what it was. My mental resiliency of being able to get back in the study on a Tuesday. You should take Monday off on a Tuesday yeah. and and be ready for fresh work and to really do the mental work of, of, of putting sermons together. And I found I was I would put some of that off more and more as 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 the years have gone on, uh, and use my use Tuesday as a office day, you know, correspondence. Yeah. A light reading lighter reading and if i piddled around too much it was usually on a you know and so uh i i that i'm gonna have to wait and see i did find you know i was able to uh, thinking through things engaging and you know, just knowing i had a those i had fewer hours of doing that yeah yeah, uh, so I would. Did you feel from... sharper at all? Did you notice anything different there? I asked that
0: because a lot of times when I stepped into that kind of thing, and you almost free up some mental
1: and emotional yeah, capacity. Yeah, and again, it the, took a it, the, it, because it took a while to get there. Yeah, right. But I do think I I I think I did. I, I, I because it was different. I was carrying different burdens. I had different preparation, different work I was doing. I'm going to probably have a better idea about that come. January, February. Yeah, uh, and we'll have another know, conversation. It, then. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be good to what, do that spiritually. How did the Lord
0: meet you? You're out in nature a lot. You were still preaching and thing, and you know, studying and and doing even the Lord's work in some some different ways. Yeah. But how did the Lord meet you
1: while you were there? Yeah, thanks, Brian. Uh, I I felt again that that the the refreshment, the the pulling out of things that have weighed me down and do weigh me down I mean, being in that area that part of the world and seeing being able to see the things i saw i mean for me this is part of what does it i mean there's 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 one air, i didn't go back to this there's a place i've been a couple of times uh in the mount rainier area uh called mowich lake mowich uh which when i've stood there again mountain lake these beautiful mountain lakes And I could just feel tension like being sucked out of me, like like venom being you know interesting uh, being pulled out of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so to get to do that, you know, day after day, that that part was very healthful and healing, Mm. and and also, I mean. I kept him mean, the him that kept going through my mind, you know, how great thou art, you know, mm-hmm. and sings my soul and it has that section in there about, you know, time and nature. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and as we enter into Thanksgiving, I've been, I gave a lot of my thought over to Thanksgiving and, and gratitude and thankfulness while I was there. Uh, and the, as we enter Thanksgiving this week, many, many people f- feel the sense of gratitude, but they, they don't know. Who they don't know where to give that, to, to, to where to deliver the mail. You know, they've mm-hmm. got this sense of gratitude. I, I live in this country. I eat the way that I do. I have food. I have freedom. I have this and that. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so much is beautiful. And, and I've got, you know, I've got family. i got grandkids. I enjoy, Where do I deliver the mail? You know, there's yeah. who's the author of all of these blessings? And, mm-hmm. and, and that I, I know where to deliver the mail, you know, is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. I, I have that real sense of, um, of really just moving into a real healthy sense of gratitude for God's rich, rich blessings uh, in my life, including the flock, which is at times shepherding the flock is burdensome, and there are some in the flock who are more burdensome than others. But one of the things my wife was even saying yesterday is if when you begin to feel that balance that out, with the <clears throat> overwhelming healthy sheep that we have in our church and the mm. loving, healthy, peaceful, gospel-loving people that, that live consistently what, what you bring to them and who are grateful for what you bring to them. Yeah. And it's just part of what happens with so many men in ministry is yeah. you tend to focus on the squeaky wheels and yeah, right. and <clears throat> you forget the other things. So it was helpful for that. That was helpful Time in the Word, you know, was helpful. Um, <clears throat> you know, so a lot of those things were were, were good and refreshing.
0: Okay. Last question. So I've been on you for years about a sabbatical, and then other people started talking about it, and you went on a sabbatical finally. Uh, as you sit here 24 hours, less than 24 hours since you got home from driving that far and, yeah. and experiencing it, would you encourage a a pastor to take a sabbatical, and and why?
1: I would say yes, and I, and it's interesting now because I, I about halfway through when I was still trying to <clears throat> shed the burdens and allow the peace of mind that yep, yep. others are are handling the, those things back home, and no, I don't need to check, and no, I don't need to ensure that this or that's getting done, and that they can do it all. The uh, I, I think for several, I think it's good for you. I think it's good for the flock, and I think it's good for your family. Uh, it, it was even just good for my family in that they all of them wanted me to do this, and my kids. My kids were like, "I am so glad you're doing this." They Dad, brought it, it up on the
0: to, we talked about on the podcast, right? right. They, 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 yeah, so they, they were they it. were very much
1: yeah. you know. So all of that. Uh, it's helpful for your wife. you know. I think it's why helpful if you have younger kids. Helpful for your wife and younger kids too. Because so much of your life, so much of your identity, so much of your energy, so much of your mental space is tied up with the the day-to-day grind. And to be able to, to step away from that and, yeah. and have some perspective. Yeah, I think just physically I was getting to the point where I, I needed something. I mean, it was really the physical stuff in my life uh, starting to fall apart a bit mm-hmm. with a few key in a few, in a few, areas. Uh, and so you know, it was, inc- I'm thankful that I, I'm thankful that with my heart issues and everything else, Hey, I'm able to hike in the mountains. I'm yeah, able to hike at 13,000 feet and, and Hey, every once in a while I had to stop and, you know, do a minute of deep breathing and, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> rest, but, uh, but I'm able to climb mountains and, uh, and, and do that day after day after day. That was encouraging. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, pushing 60 uh i carry too many pounds uh so i was glad to be able to get out there at that age and by the
0: way i had that thought numerous times i saw your pictures that i was just thankful that you were able to do all you were able to do with all the health stuff you've dealt with in the past so so
1: you know where again not everybody's gonna be able to do what i did brian and be able to say i think it was good for me to be away from louisville Mm -hmm. that i didn't do it here right I, I, which I did, which I stayed you, here. Yeah. yeah you so. stayed here yeah, we, and and you went to other churches and right. did that. That would have felt weird for me in a lot of ways, yeah. going to other churches in Louisville, knowing that the people I'm supposed to care for, like they're just like right there and people could, I mean, one of our members lives right down the street from us, yeah. you know, well, I have to say, it,
0: it, I've had it, it, I've had a sabbatical, but as I listened to you talk about what you did, like I'm I'm jealous in a way. That's a totally different experience. Yeah. You'll leave and, town and like to
1: be that. able to do what I did and have a place that you know welcome me and gave me a place, to, me stay. A place yeah. to stay. Right? What without a cost for a family to spend yeah. several it, thousands you know, dollars, thousands somewhere. of dollars, yeah. and I did it for nothing. Yeah, you know. That's so big. I'm just again, I'm so blessed in, in, in that way. But if you can. You know, you are the mechanism by which the lord serves his flock that mechanism needs to so again go back to my van you know so my van was the vehicle that was that was going to take me there and back i mean that was the hope that it that it's it's old it's got now close to 240,000 miles on it. It was going to drive through mountains, and it was just like, please get me there and back. Because that was it. I didn't, I didn't, have, I didn't tow another vehicle and have another vehicle. That was my vehicle. So I had to do it, and, and it needed to be. It did need some repairs and another like that, but it made it back. I was really, really, really thankful. Well, you're the vehicle, and so it, it needs to be able to be in good enough shape to do what you do well over a long period of time yeah, to good. do what you do well over a short period of time is easy to do what you do poorly over a long period of time it can you know it can be that's well, easy not, not easy but it, <laughs> it's often done yeah but to try to do what i do to do as much as i can as well as i can for as long as i can so that's yeah. my little phrase of of what i want to do i want to do as much as i can as well as i can for as long as i can that's good in order to do that you need to physically emotionally and mentally be able to do that because you're going to snap and 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 i felt at times despite all my physical things i've never really fully felt physically i was about to to snap even though that's what got my attention at the kidney stone and then a new bout with bell's palsy and all of this stuff it's like hey you're breaking down, the body keeps the score kind of a thing, yeah, yeah. but it was more the, the the mental fatigue and the mental and, and the pressure, the spiritual pressure to be there and help people, and again, the recognition when you let somebody else do that, and ultimately it's the chief shepherd who does that, and I know that, I know that theologically. But to be able to live that out and to say, Lord, I'm not there, I can't do it. And, and one of the sheep went through a very difficult very difficult time while I was gone, they actually reached out to me. And it was really hard, it was really painful, Brian, to say, to take those messages and forward them to the elders. Yeah, yeah. And, and to say, they will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Because they've been so used to me taking care of them, particularly in this issue, because we've walked together through it. And to say, even with this, they can take, they will take care of you. They'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. They will deal with it. And they're like, and, and, and I had to tell myself that yeah. and, and allow that because I I wanted, I, I did and didn't want to do it. I mean, cause this is one of the situations that's just so saddened me and so burdened me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard. I mean, sometimes you have to let those really heavy weights down and yeah. let somebody else carry them for a little while. That's good. Well, I want to pray take a minute, Jim, and pray for you. By the way,
0: just thanks for again for being willing to talk about this now. And I want to, I want to pray for just the Lord giving you strength as you enter back in. You had a long drive. You got a busy weekend ahead of you. And, yeah. Um, so I want to just take a minute and uh, and pray for you and encourage others to do so as they listen to this and know you're re-entering into, uh, into yeah, everything. Thank you. Lord, thanks for just getting Jim and Becky home safely. And we pray, Lord, that as he enters back into his work here, that you would bless him, you give him grace and strength. We pray, Lord, you would encourage him as he steps back into this work and remind him of the flock that he loves as he comes back to serve them. We also pray, Lord, that... Um, you would continue to uh, bear fruit in the work you were doing there with him and continue to strengthen him physically and emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally. And also spiritually, Lord, would you help him to feel your presence and your love as he enters back into this work? And would you bless his hands as he as he enters into it? The As the hand goes to the plow, we pray, Lord, that it would bear much fruit uh, as he enters back in, and it would be a sweet reunion even with his church mm-hmm. this weekend.